Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to episode two of Happier Days podcast. Um, beautiful Saturday morning here with Riley Fury. What's up? Um, just wanted to f- say first and foremost, uh, thank you guys to reaching out and supporting us for our first episode releasing. The amount of feedback that we got was tremendous. Like, it's from crazy. the bottom of my heart, like, dude, I did not expect that to blow up like that. And the feedback you guys gave me and our team, dude, it just makes it that much better because it feels like we're making a difference here at the University of Akron. And I honestly can't say we, we can't do it without you guys. So thank you so much for listening, tuning in on Spotify, following us on Instagram, shouting us out. What you guys are doing literally means more than you guys know. So thank you so much. And I'm going to speak on behalf of all the, I think everybody, that thanks for telling your story. Like, the amount of vulnerability and, like, strength through doing that is really, really cool to see. And I don't know. It's just, we all appreciate you being that open and honest. Absolutely. Like, I said it from day one. Like, I'm not doing it for me. So I'm just glad to see the, like, feedback that I'm getting from people like saying hey like how how inspiring your story was like i can relate to it like it helped me like i actually had believe it or not i actually had a couple people reach out and like say to me like because of you talking like i actually started going to counseling yeah somebody told me that like that's effects you wouldn't even expect to have especially after a first episode so i really do thank you it was amazing yeah absolutely and like to be said like i said i'm just trying to make it a bigger cause than me so i'm glad that i that it's working and we need your guys's help to continue to do that so please if you see us on instagram shout us out follow us on spotify listen to us but thank you guys so much but i'm gonna i'm gonna turn it over to my boy riley here because we actually have a special guest on the show today yeah well everybody welcome greg hustack Welcome to the pod. Thanks, guys. It's great to be here. (laughs) Thank you for coming. So do you want to say everything you're involved in on campus and kind of why you wanted to be on the pod? Why why are you here, Greg? What what makes you the special co-star guest on the Happy Days podcast? So for those of you guys who don't know, I am a center at large with USG, and I am the chair of the Mental Health Task Force with that. So the Mental Health Task Force, we are... uh, committee that specifically focuses on advocating for student mental health at the undergraduate student government level. Um, So we work on projects that specifically kind of work to advance student uh, mental health here on campus. And we first started doing that last year, and it's continued into this year. And it's honestly like a really like satisfying committee to work on. It's probably my favorite thing I do in USG, and Mm -hmm. kind of like my whole like time in USG has been based around like student mental health. So to be like the chair and working on this is like a really big thing. And are you looking for members currently? Uh, the task force, we are pretty much closed right now. I'll keep you guys updated on that probably next semester maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends what people's schedules are, you know, um, and how busy people in like, life gets in general. But right now the task force is pretty closed. But we are working on something else with uh, Active Minds. It's a student organization that's going to focus on mental health. Um, it's a national organization as well. So there's chapters all across the country. And um, we're bringing that back to campus possibly next week as early as next week but we are still looking for a treasurer so we need a treasurer for that organization so if you're interested please reach out to any of our mediums any of us individually yes it's a great organization please get involved with active minds it is a great organization one that i've joined a part of myself so you can advocate for that on greg's part yes 
Yeah, actually, Costa just got um, uh, email that he's gonna be co-president. So yeah, I didn't know that. Congrats, yeah. dude. Thank you. Thank it's you. Official. Yeah. So tell us a little bit. Um, some of the projects you guys are doing on campus, Greg. I know you. I know. There's a disclaimer for everyone watching. Greg's not speaking for USG uh, or representing them. He's speaking on behalf of like a member, friend, colleague. He's a good dude. I just want to get him on here to talk Appreciate about that, what yeah. he's doing in life, what drives him, what motivates him, and how he, myself included, and our team are trying to make a difference here. So please, please enlighten us and uh, what you guys are doing on yeah, campus. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, so like. Most people don't know like everything that I've dealt with mental health wise. You know, since I was a freshman here at Akron, you know, I went through a lot um, personally, and then you know, it's not all my story to tell. Um, but you know, somebody close to me went through a lot of mental health things when I was a freshman. So when I um, uh, when I was here as a freshman, I didn't um, really know if I was going to stay at Akron for a little while, just because there was a lot going on. I didn't know if I had time. It just became a point where I was like, maybe I need to drop out just to like go deal with all this stuff because. I don't know if I can focus on school with it. Um, obviously, I didn't, and I'm still here, and I'm really grateful I had people to support me through that. But, you know, after all that, I was like, I really want to advocate for student mental health because, you know, I could have used somebody, um, you know, the person that I cared about who went through everything could have used somebody. So I made it my goal. I'm like, I want to kind of get the resources out to people because, you know, we have a lot of great resources here on campus. It's just about getting the awareness around them and, you know, getting the support built up for them. Um, so last year or two years ago now, yeah, wow. When I joined uh, USG, I kind of made that my thing that I wanted to go out and advocate for student mental health. So um, the first project I ever did um, that kind of went that way was with now President Kasunik, and we worked to get um, suicide uh, prevention information on my Akron, and like I said, I think that's still there. Yes, sir, I see is, it every time I log on. Which is really awesome, I think, that it's there. Um, it's a small thing, but like I think that you know, if it's one person sees that and it gets out to them, I think that's what matters. It's the little things that make the difference, too. Yeah, so absolutely. If somebody really needs to see that and that's what, because it says, like, zips, you are not alone. Yeah. And that hits home every time. Yeah. yeah. Really well written, too. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It was, a, like, a really big deal, like, at least for me personally. Like, to this day, I still talk about that. It's, like, my one of my favorite things that, like, mm -hmm. I've helped do. Um, but yeah, right now we're working on a few things. Uh, obviously, Active Mind is taking up a lot of the task force right now. We're trying to get that really going. Um, we're focusing on maybe advocating for a few things. Uh, I know we've been talking about maybe advocating for a mental health day for students. I know that's something that other universities have done, and I think that might be beneficial. Um, doing the classic, you know, bring the dogs to campus for like mm -hmm. de-stressing and work on some de-stressing events in general for um, uh, that would be the awesome. coming finals, yeah. Hey, everybody loves a dog. You can't. <laughs> the other day, can't uh, knock the dog. My professor, he brought his dog in. Actually, his name was Boomer, <laughs> and uh, he brought him in and he sat him right down. And I, dude, he's like the best dog ever. He just like sat there and lay there while he was literally teaching class. And he actually like left real quick to come up and like answer a question one of the students had. And like from him walking up the steps. He, like, left his dog, quote-unquote, Boomer, and he, like, got up and was like, like <laughs> that just made me think of that. Yeah, that's funny. What kind of dog was it? Um, I pictured a golden retriever. I don't know if this is right. It's It was, like, almost take, like, a golden retriever and, like, put like, like put it brown, like a oh, chocolate okay, lab, yeah, yeah. and then it had, like, gray, like, facial hair. Okay. It was, it was a cool-looking dog. 
But I, I think that's a good idea with bringing the dogs on campus. Yeah, and we, we're focusing on a couple more other de-stressing events too. So I'm excited to see where we can go with that too. So fingers crossed like right now, but yeah. And then the other thing that we did uh, last year, it took up a lot of time, was um, the Cognito Mental Health Training. So it's kind of like the Title IX training we take as uh, freshmen, where it's like a simulation kind of style. And it kind of walks you through like scenarios of like recognizing things in yourself and other people and then how to handle those conversations. Like if somebody's like expressing things to you where you can get them resources, all that stuff. And it's like 45 minutes and it's available to all students. I can find you guys the link for it so you can give it out. But yeah, it's an awesome program and we have it here. So definitely take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I recently told all the task force members, like, make sure you guys do this. But like the end of the semester, because it's definitely something worth doing. I Is think. it free? Yeah, it's completely free. <clears throat> That's super good to know. Yeah. That's huge to hear for a, res- for a resource for students because people, honestly, people don't realize like how many resources they do have access at their fingertips. Yeah. Because, uh, I don't know, it seems real when you try and reach out to go and get counseling because it's this quote unquote serious thing and it's, it's this bad thing that's ultimately becoming real in your life and you got to overcome it when I think uh, I was like I was talking with uh, one of my buddies Jan the other actually this week and what he's doing a lot with like his culture and like how he's trying to change a culture around mental health is he's actually attacking it from um, not the people who I mean obviously he is talking about talking with and working with these types of people but he likes to focus too not only on the people who are going through things but uh the people who are helping people go through things Mm -hmm. and like the people who necessarily aren't the people ready to explode uh, maybe just they got ticked off that day or like something Mm -hmm. set them off real just to like tweak them for later because and he, he had like a very good like description how he drew it because like all right you see it's a good like description so bear with me here like visual so you have this this moment this opportunity of vulnerability and then you let it bottle up mm-hmm. and then you have another you have another open level of vulnerability and then you bottle it up and then you have another open vulnerability and it just keeps working like this and you keep bottling up keep bottling up until it keeps like zigzagging and it almost is like a I think of it as like a pop bottle and it keeps zigzagging keeps zigzagging back and forth and building up and building up until one day it just pops and that right there in itself I think people just need to realize the type of resources they have and like take I don't know you go to we go to a D1 school so mm-hmm. we have a lot of resources a lot of people a lot of money going towards us as people and we just need to utilize that i think the best to our advantage not only just because we're sick or because we don't feel good but because we're accurate yeah and i also think you said something really good about this last time we talked Mm -hmm. that it's like about the checkups i'll let you get into that yeah i mean definitely like we have a great counseling and testing center here and i'd recommend anybody take advantage of that because like counseling it doesn't have to be something's wrong with you you know, you can go and still be well, uh, you know, and still like, get treatment for free. Yeah, like, I, like, like mm-hmm. I said last time we talked, it's like going to the doctor, you know, you don't have mm-hmm. to go because something's wrong. You still go to the doctor, like for a checkup every yeah. year. Just to be proactive. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can still go and get counseling and just talk. Like you don't have to be in a really bad place to be going to counseling. You can, you know, just 
be going to like check in with yourself, make sure that there aren't things there that you need to discuss. You know, it doesn't have to be this thing of like, I'm in a horrible place right now. I need to go get, like talk about these things. You mm-hmm. should definitely go if that's the case. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. <laughs> but you know, it doesn't have to get that far before you take that step. I think that, Dude. I think counseling is really the thing that can really push that boundary for a lot of people. And it, setting that up before it goes bad can be like one of the most helpful things for you when the time does come yeah and akron does have free counseling so make sure to take advantage of that i've only heard good things about the counseling and testing center Mm -hmm. so definitely recommend it here have have you yourself been to counseling here at akron i haven't used akron's i've gone through an outside i've gone through the cleveland clinic um okay i have a family member who works for the cleveland clinic so i get um uh, sessions through there theirs is great too Honestly, like any counseling you can take advantage of, if you have the ability to get it, definitely do it. Um, but I've, I've had multiple people I know go through Akron, and they've all had very good things to say about it. And but I can second that because I did go through Akron. So you have actually gone through Akron. Mm-hmm. I've, n- I've never went through Akron. That's why I was always wondering because I've been to, obviously, uh, I talked about it a little bit on the first episode. I've been to counseling at my high school which I didn't really like very much, but I don't want to get into it. That's for a later episode. I think one good thing to mention there is that sometimes the matchups for you and a counselor may not be perfect. So I actually had like a counselor before my counselor here at Akron, and I didn't really mesh well with them for whatever reason. So I think that is worth mentioning that don't let that discourage you. Mm-hmm. So, but go on. I just wanted to. No, and that, that's exactly what it was like. No offense to her, like she was a high school counselor, worked in my school, and what the situation that I was going through maybe was a little bit more than her pay grade, and so it's it's not I can't fault her. It wasn't her fault. Just I needed mm-hmm. to talk to someone different. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've been I went to counseling then after that at Gentle Gentle Shepherd in North Can, um, with a dude named actually the best can, counselor I've ever had, and I was I would still recommend anyone to go to him. His name was Quebec or Q, um, and he was honestly one of the best dudes I've talked to in my life. And then I went to Malone, um, got counsel or went to counseling for them, and kind of the same thing with like high school where I didn't really, I didn't. He was there, not for a paycheck. He was definitely more qualified to talk to me about my issues, mm-hmm. uh, but I just felt like he was just an, a very good active listener, and not a very good advice giver. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's definitely okay to be an active listener because that's how some people cope with their problems the best is they just need someone to listen to. Mm-hmm. And but I just didn't mesh. I just didn't mesh well with him. So mm-hmm. just going off of what you're saying. So Greg, let me ask you this. Um, what? What would you say the biggest problem or what you see at Akron? Like, what can we change the most here around oh. mental health and the stigmas and the norms? And what do you want to yeah. see change as president of the mental health task force? Or not like saying to speak on it. I'm just saying, I mean, you are involved. Yeah. I'm involved myself. Yeah. I'm co-president of Active Minds. I'm on the mental health task force and... That's one reason why I have started this, like, initiated this podcast and brought everyone together. Like, I just want to bring about change, and I need, I need to hear it from other people. I need to hear it from our fans. I need to hear it from you guys. What, what do you guys want to see happen here? 
and how can we help you guys because yeah this is a this is a great thing to do and whatever i can we can sit up here and talk and be famous quote unquote but we're not we're not really famous if we're not doing service to you guys so what 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 do you think we should work on here yeah um definitely i think the biggest thing we can do at akron um for like a um trying to think of the word for it from the perspective of like um a solid accomplishment like not a um uh, not kind of like winning like the psychological battle i think like a solid accomplishment kind of thing would be working towards uh getting awareness out about the counseling and testing center i think you know letting people know the resources we have is the biggest thing because we have so many like we have all these great programs here just like making sure people know where to go and what they can do to get help i think that's a huge deal to be honest um it's something that I could have used when I was a freshman. I didn't know we had them. I wasn't around campus a lot. So I didn't know, like, where to go to get help. I didn't know that there was free counseling available to me. I probably would have taken advantage of it then. So I think that's a big deal if we can get that resources out there. Be like, hey, like, if you need help, it's here. And make sure we're reaching all those students. Because usually the person who needs help is the person who's kind of, like, isolated and maybe not going out, you know, and going out to campus as much. So it's about yeah. getting out to that person and being like, hey, you can get some help here. Um, and we, and, you know, we've done a good job about that. I think the past year, year especially, you know, with everything with COVID, I awareness think, has definitely grown. Like yeah. it's very evident. I think they've definitely done a pretty good job of getting that out there. But you know, there's always more to do. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like that psychological aspect, I think just letting people know that that vulnerability is okay. That you know that there's strength in that, and that counseling and everything that comes with that it is. Um, how do how do we get people to be more vulnerable? I think right doing the stuff that we're doing right now, just talking mm-hmm. about it, talking mm-hmm. about that we've all done counseling, talking about, you know, that these struggles are normal. And then, like, it's kind of hard to find somebody who hasn't dealt with them, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, then there's not shame in that. You know, in fact, I think, like I said, I think there's strength and vulnerability in admitting, to, like, hey, I've gone through these things. I needed help. Mm-hmm. It's, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. I think that's really Absolutely. The, the, the conversation, I think. Yeah, I think you said this before. But it is harder to keep something in than to get, or it's harder to get help than it is to, like, keep something inside of you. Mm-hmm. I know you talked a lot about that, Costa. Yeah. Um, I I guess what I'm trying to get at, like, I we can, I want to try and engage in, like, reach out to more people personally. Um, not I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I, I kind of want that more more of that face-to-face like interaction and that connection and that relationship with people who listen and watch our podcast and follow us because yeah we can get one person on here and i love you being on here guys so don't take that to <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. but i definitely want to bring about a change more on a personal level and where i'm talking with people and where i'm interacting so i guess what i'm like open up to you too riley is like how do we get our fans to come out and like engage with us or like create not a me too movement but where we get some fan base and some activities like what what are some activities we could do or like brainstorm so here at akron above all hold on okay better (laughs) above all i do want to say that we are not trained mental health professionals right because there's plenty of other people you can reach out to for this kind of thing but we do just want to continue the conversation and give people the tools and even just bring awareness about your own struggles and relate with our own 
Absolutely. Before anything, I want to make sure that's yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I just want to say first and foremost, like, yeah, we're not professionals. So if you are going, so does that mean that you can't talk to us? No, but if you're in a crisis or you're feeling depressed or you're feeling some sort of emotion that you can't handle it anymore or please and i mean this with all due respect like please 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 do not reach out to us first get help first if you're going through a crisis through uh text 741741 to the suicide prevention line call 1-800-273-8255 that's the national suicide hotline it's a 24-hour number um there we'll we'll post some links too on our Instagram, on our link tree of uh, some other places around here that you can and some contacts to get immediate crisis support help. And but I just wanted to throw that out there. We we're not professionals. I'm I'm trying to t- like gauge this from more of a how do we just get students involved in like being happy because it is called Happier Days podcast. So. Yeah, we can sit up here and talk about our emotions and our feelings. And at the end of the day, people are going to relate to it. We can, um, people are going to relate to it. People are going to feel, I don't want to say motivated, but connect to us on some sort of level. Uh, Because like I said in the last episode, people relate to people more than you think because you don't fully understand a person until you've talked to them and understand what they've went through or what they go through currently. So how do we just make people on campus happier? Like what events would you guys want to, and I, I, this is kind of rhetorical. You guys don't got to like, you You guys here, right here don't have to answer. But I want to hear like a Q&A back from you guys of how we can be of service to you guys on campus. That's, I mean, that's what Active Minds is created for is to give our students a, a voice and a base to bring about change and see what they want to see happen on Akron's campus and what they want to see change around the culture here. And what you said, Riley, like how we're not professionals, but how can we give the tools um, for people to cope with different things? And I'm actually really excited about it. Just a little sneak peek into next week. Uh, I'm bringing a guy on the podcast to actually talk about that exactly. Um, what he does a lot with is like talking with providing young individuals like such as in 16, 17 year old in high school. Um, he's actually going to be teaching a course at Canton South next year over this. Um, but providing those students with a toolkit to change the culture at a younger age compared to when they're in college and they don't have the skills and the mentality to cope or deal with these problems in their life. So they've never been taught how to deal with it. So that's why they keep it bottled up inside of them. So he's he this is what I was talking about earlier. He's actually changed the approach to mental health in general and is trying to attack it on the front end side of things for the next generation and including our generation too because those people I'm not saying are outliers or unhelpable like they're just they're not untouchables where you can't oh all hope is lost no but he's trying to nip it in the butt because when they are in, in college they do have that toolkit to be able to sit down and 
take the emotion. Like, this is the best way he explained it to me and the best way I like it because I think like this personally. Take the emotional aspect out of it. Sit down. Breathe. And just, like, think about things logically. And I'm, I don't know. I'm just really excited about talking and bringing him on. But, I, yeah, give me some feedback, guys, because I really want to make you guys happier here at Akron. So if that just means, like, an event, like, where we bring a tent, a service tent, and we sit outside and uh, what is uh, – what's the big common area called? Coleman Commons. Coleman Commons. I'm drawing a blank. Sorry, guys. <laughs> if we sit out in Coleman Commons with a tent um, and just have like a service event where you guys can just come up and talk to us and we're playing cornhole or if you guys want to come play cornhole. That'd be cool. Like a mental health mixer. Yeah. Like, like we could even like provide questions to start a conversation. Or have like a little trivia, mental health trivia or something yeah. where you guys can like come and... I don't know, play a Jeopardy game. I don't know. Or... Have you ever played Cross the Line? No. Have you played that? Yeah, we what did it for a USC yeah. one year. What I is think that? doing kind of like a large-scale one of that, I'll explain it in a second, but doing a large-scale version of this game with people you may not be as tight-knit with, I bet that would have a big impact, honestly. It probably Because would. that just gives you so much perspective on what everybody else is going through, even if it's not in your circle. Yeah. And do you want to explain it? Because if you ran it, I don't know. If I didn't run it that year. I, I can do a quick example. Yeah. But basically what cross the line is, um, you can do it whether you actually cross a literal line or you can like raise your hand, you can stand up, and you will progressively get asked deeper and deeper questions I have as time played goes this. on. I have played this game. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You and stand it, in the line, and then they ask you questions, and they're like, mm-hmm. move forward. And then, yeah, and it can start like, oh, like, are you from the suburbs or a city? And then it'll get deeper to like, oh, have you ever been depressed? And Dude, can, I really like that. Like, that'd be really cool. Because I, I actually have done that before. We, When I, when I was at Malone, uh, we did that with our baseball team to get mm-hmm. closer as like a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. We've done it here, even yeah. if I don't. So I think that'd be a really cool thing to implement in a not as tight knit group. Yeah. Because so, mm-hmm. that would bring, because the point of it is to bring people together. And that could bring people from all parts of the university together. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Honestly. Yeah. And I will say to students too who are interested in mental health, Active Minds is open to any students. So once mm-hmm. we're officially a student org, which hopefully, like I said, fingers crossed, for the next week and a half. Um, any students welcome to join and if you want to be a part of it you know definitely probably reach out to you guys through the Instagram or to me mm. I'm sure they can put my email or whatever on the <laughs> yeah. Instagram um, yeah uh, just to reach out and like let me know because you know we're building a student org so you guys can be a part of that so if you have some big ideas for on-campus mental health definitely please join we want members mm. and you know the more the more people the better so and even if you don't want to join and you know somebody who does Please let them know because this is something that we could all benefit from growing on the university. Absolutely. Please let us know. Do not hesitate there. No. um, I was just about to say something. I forget what I was going to say, though. Um, There's something. What were were you just saying? Active minds. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Active minds. Um, No, what I was going to say is off of that and if you guys want to get involved in happier days like the podcast 
I have had people reach out and say like, Hey, I want to get involved with the podcast. How can I like, what do I, what do I need to do? And we, we have had conversations and we, we're, we're, we're trying to find them, uh, a spot. And I think we have, so we're going to try it out with, um, here in the next week or two. So if you actually are interested in joining, excuse me, joining our team or want to just get involved, please, please, please reach out and contact us because we'd love to hear ideas of what to talk about next. We love to hear like ideas of what we could possibly be doing. You mean you guys could help. I mean, we're always looking for people to help us grow our page and grow our podcast. Um, just get our name out there. So even if it's just something as simple as just sharing our page, shouting us out, um, r- just telling a friend about us, um, please, you guys don't know how much that means to us as, um, as a team, but just how much that helps and goes a long way. Um, because obviously word of mouth and testimonial from friends to friends is the best way to spread, um, happiness of what we're trying to do so and i think the best way for everybody to get what they want out of the podcast is by people letting us know what they want to hear and if we're not capable of answering that then we can find people who are who can talk on these experiences exactly please let us know because that'll help everybody for example we had a we had a fan uh reach out and say uh, they wanted to. They wanted us to talk about ADHD more. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we haven't done that on this episode one because we didn't want to do a disservice of pretending like we're professionals and on ADHD talking up here. So what we did instead is um, I went out and I interviewed, and uh, that's who's actually coming on the episode for next week. The guy that I was just telling you about providing and teaching kids with a toolkit. He actually does suffer from ADHD, uh, has his like whole life. Um, he was telling me that like, if he doesn't, and he's a he doesn't care for me to talk about this, so don't think I'm like overstepping any boundaries. He said, for example, like, he has a hook underneath of his light switch, and like if he doesn't put his keys there every day or when he le- like when he comes back, he will just flip out like because he can't mm-hmm. find his keys. And he doesn't he doesn't remember or know where he puts them because that's where he puts them every time. Mm-hmm. So just like like me, I I mean, I have I think I was diagnosed at a very very young age with OCD. Now OCD you can grow out of it. Mm-hmm. So do I actually know if I have it still or not? Probably some tendencies, but not as extreme as I did when I was young. Like when I say I had it when I was young, bad. Like, I would carry around dice and, like, legit just fiddle with dice all day. And if I didn't have my dice, I would throw the biggest temper tantrum ever. <laughs> really? Yes. I would start I screaming and, like, give me my dice right now. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if I didn't have my socks on a certain way, I would literally – it's going to sound cringy. Oh. And my, 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 my siblings actually <laughs> make fun of me still to this day to it. I would, like, take my toes – and like curl them up and just like pound my foot into the ground dude because i was just like my sock isn't all right (laughs) like just some corny stuff like that so like 
I kind of get where he's coming from, but I don't because I'm not. I don't suffer from ADHD. I don't take me- I don't take medication for it. So mm-hmm. I don't know what you're going through. So I'd rather bring a professional who has a bachelor's in nursing or a bachelor's in clinical psych, a minor in clinical psych. Excuse me. And bring him on the show and talk about what he does, what he does to cope with it, what what all he struggled with, and like you said, Riley, just if we don't know a lot about it, we can definitely, I will, we will make it happen. I will make it happen of to bring someone on here that can shed some light on it, or um, someone that can answer your question more qualified than I can. So. All right, so I know I already asked you, Greg, um, about your experiences with counseling and, like, how you liked it. Um, Riley, I actually want to ask you, because, and we'll, we'll get into it later, a little bit about uh, Riley's why, not cutting them off just for time purposes on this episode, um, just because I want you guys to dive deeper into, like, Riley and know him as a person more. So we want to dedicate... I don't want to say a whole episode, but a lot more time to hearing his why. But what what are your experiences with counseling? Like, tell me a little bit about that. So I started counseling. It was middle of quarantine time. And so I've gone to two separate counselors. One was through Medina, which is where I'm from. And the other one was through Akron. And so I've done it for roughly a year. And my biggest thing about counseling i've realized is that i really do think that of course we should talk about all these things and just like everything we all go through but my mentality on counseling is you should speak with your peers your family like your friends and all those around you to figure out what you're going through and then go to counseling either to like continue figuring it out and like dig deeper and you should do that. And then counseling is what will help you work on those things. And I think it can really give you tangible processes to get through everything. And personally, I started off going to counseling weekly because I, I really needed it at the time. And as like the months went on, I started to go bi-weekly and then it tapered off even further to monthly and then So I think it's really important to note that you can go as much as you need, whether it's every day in a week, whether it's once a week, once a month, or just purely as you need it. And I think that's really important to know because it won't look the same for everybody. No, 100%. Like I was saying earlier with like the the bottle analogy, like with building it up, Mm -hmm. think about it more on like layman terms with like the human body. If you're just thinking about it like with in terms of stress, if you're looking at a diagram of like yourself in the human body and you have like points and like cutoff marks so like you have your ankles you have your waist you have your shoulders and then up to your head when 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 you're going to counseling or, or thinking about going to counseling it's more proactive and just better for your body healthily mentally physically just to go and nip it in the butt when your stress levels at your knees or your or your your ankles instead of up over and you're drowning in your in your anxiety and stress when it's up to your shoulders. So it's yeah, like Riley said, it's important to know that 
you can go as much as you want. Like when I, I know when I went to counseling, um, not trying to flip the script back on me, just adding to you. Uh, when I went to counseling, uh, when I first started out, I went probably, I want to say like three, three, four times a week, just because it was so fresh, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as time went on, I probably went once or twice a week, like probably more twice a week throughout the like weekdays. And then I started going only on the weekends. And then weekends started into every two weeks. And then every two weeks started into, uh, I don't really want to go this time because I, feel, I don't feel like I need it. So mm-hmm. then, but then something would happen. I'd be like, oh, I need, I really need to go talk to Q or like, I really need to, I really need to get back in and just hit, I deal with this now before it comes at me later. So, and I think that's actually a really big thing to note is that like, sometimes you may feel like you don't need it, but when it comes to mental health, progress is not linear at all. Like you can make so many steps forward and it's perfectly okay if it takes a step back because it's bound to happen like every now and then. Yeah, you have good days and bad days for sure. You yeah. know, some days you might feel like great. You might have a great week and then you might have a bad day or you might have a bad week, you might have a bad month. You know, it mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you're like bad forever. Okay. It just means you had like a setback and that's okay. You just have to be really accepting of that because yeah. I think that's, it's that's part of the process. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I almost kind of think of it as like, it's going to sound kind of corny, but like as a sales position, because in a sales position, like you have good days and bad days. And like, yeah, we hit, you go through this thing called like the valley of despair. So like when you're, when you're making progress towards something. So like, obviously when you're starting out counseling, you're very opera over opportunistic, like optimistic, like just really excited about it, really think it's going to help you, really think it's going good. And it may, and it, it may actually be, and it pr- probably will. And so you, you go up like this, you keep going up, you keep going up, you keep going up, and then all of a sudden you hit the valley of despair. You hit the, you hit the, the peak, and then you drop off. Something happens. And so this is what happens a lot of time in sales positions like that I've worked in, and this is what I've learned, is when people fall off, they either go one of two ways. They either fall off and they quit and they get fired or they work their way back up. And like you said, it's not linear. It's like a sales position. So like, And it's a very constant pursuit. Like as much as we would love to say that you can like deal with it once and it's over. And it lasts. It's not like that. The valley of despair like graph and chart because once you hit the peak and you're on your way back up, you may flatten out, you may you may keep going, or you may you may dip back down, and it's just constantly fluctuating, and that is no, there's no exact time frame on it. Mm-hmm. It could last for weeks, it could last for days, it could last for hours. So it's different for everyone, and it's it's important to to realize that it's okay for it to be different for everyone um i was talking with one of my friends last night and she was saying she she just brought up a very good point i was like you know what i really like that um people handle things differently people go through things differently people cope with things differently doesn't mean from what you do is anything more right or wrong than what you do or how you cope with things 
I think if we broaden our social imagination and that aspect of where we just take a step back and look at someone's life, just try to just try to understand it from their perspective. Um, I think people will develop greater empathy. I think people will develop greater um, social cues, social recognition. I think our society as a whole can be and and will be and should be better. Um, Just, and not even in mental health. Social imagination goes much more beyond just mental health. But it, it plays a factor in everyday life because we generalize and we categorize people whether you know it or not every day in every action that we do we really do i mean think about when you step out into a public area what's one of the first things you do you look at what people wear you look at their shoes oh that person doesn't have cool shoes oh they're poor so people just like that like it's just it's it's just as common and it's it's sometimes it's not even sometimes it's not even something like that sometimes it could just be i'm drawing a blank on a pretty basic example but you could just be going to the store and picking gum and because you don't have a certain brand of gum then you're not the cool kid in class you know what i mean just like mm-hmm. even as minute as something that small in like a class um so when you it's it's important to broaden your social imagination and just realize take a step back at different perspectives and just it's okay to realize that that graph the valley of despair is different for everyone it's longer and much like in counseling and treatment with mental health it's different it's longer it's shorter for everyone and it's okay and you definitely can't compare it to others either. I think that is a very hard thing to do because everybody does deal with it differently and everybody goes through different things. But everything that you go through is valid. Always remember that too. All right, so that actually, we we do have to cut it off here because my boy Cade has to go. But for episode two of Happier Days, that does bring us to a close if you guys please could shout us out on your Instagram, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, click on the link in our bio, uh, share it, please. We can't do this without you guys. So just the more you guys share it, listen to us, talk about it with your friends, family. Um, we really hope that we're making a change for you guys. Uh, we do. We're doing a lot of work behind the scenes researching trying to figure out ways um and just trying to make akron a better place and even bigger than akron just trying to make the world a better place so if you guys please can follow us at happier days podcast that's h-p-p-i-e-r-d-a-a-i-s podcast um and also make sure to thank Cade walker he's been doing great work behind the scenes putting the accounts together putting the posts that come out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We can't do so without you, Kate. sure that we were all here this morning to film this. <laughs> That's above anything. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But yeah, thanks everybody for tuning in. Um, if you want to reach out to us, uh, email too. It's happierdays, 
at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, DM us on Instagram. Like I said, we want to get engaged. We want to get in touch with our fans. And we can't do that if we if you guys don't reach out to us. Uh, ask questions. We do want to implement a Q&A section where we're actually live on the show answering questions from you guys. So, yeah, thank you so much. Like I said, we're not professionals. Um, so reach out to 741-741 for the text line. Uh, and the suicide prevention hotline is 1-800-273-8255. And I think that the texting line is, it's important to note that. Text for hope, too. I think is it's, that what it is? it's for hope. Like the n- number four and then hope, H-O-P-E. But I think it's a very important resource to use in the case that you feel like you can't verbalize what you're going through and you feel like you need to text it. Or just if you don't want to have that face-to-face interaction just yet. I think it is like a really valuable source if you need it that way but also if you want to call both are options last final thing if you do want to share one of your own stories like we have on the episode please mm-hmm. reach out and we'd love to get you on if you're open and willing to talk about it um that's the last thing i had though yeah. but and i think before we slide out we should say thank you to greg yeah, for taking thank the you time guys out for, like having me on i appreciate it i always love promoting the task force and active mind especially so if you're interested in that please reach out to me mm-hmm. love to have more students involved Thank thank you guys for having me on. Thank you so much, Greg. We appreciate having you on, bro. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening, guys.